Well, welcome to another edition of the ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the weird housing market. Um, One would expect this to be down. I mean, COVID-19 has been nothing but dominating for the last several weeks, if not months, and it doesn't look like we're going to get out of this mess anytime soon. So one would assume that all of the layoffs and all of the uncertainty about jobs and all the business closings and all the government issues, all that stuff would add up to a bad housing market, that people would not be in the mood to spend money on a new home, that there would be all kinds of inhibitions regardless of the fact that mortgage rates are very low. That has not been the case. We have seen growth in the housing sector in unexpected ways. The National Association of Realtors announced that pending home sales are up 15% from last month. Most of the websites that are dealing with homes and home sales are seeing record traffic. And it's, it's interesting because you're getting a couple of reactions that were not expected and a couple of reactions that were. Among the unexpected reactions, people are moving. Uh, they are concerned about living in urban areas. So where you're seeing a lot of the, the migration is out of the densely populated cities on the East Coast, Chicago, some of the West Coast cities, people looking for safer locations. Um, they're working from home now, so they don't need to be within commuting distance. They're checking with their bosses and their employers, and they're saying, yeah, as long as you can stay connected, go wherever you like. So we're seeing a lot of movement into the exurbs and even further into small towns that are not all that far from the bigger cities. The second factor that's playing a role is that people are looking for, again, larger homes, and they haven't been for a while. But there are two things going on with homeowners these days. One is that they're putting in what amounts to permanent offices within their homes. They now know they're going to be working from home at least part of the time. And they're tired of doing this on the kitchen table. So they now want an actual office in their home. A lot of remodelers are reporting that that's been the number one request. The other thing they're seeing a lot of requests for are people who are moving their elderly parents back home with them. They want them out of the nursing homes, out of the senior centers, and they're moving them back home, and they want to build an apartment within their house to house their elders. Both of those things require a bigger home. So people who had been looking to downsize are now looking to upsize again, and there are a lot of these kind of roughly referred to as McMansions out there that were built kind of distantly into the suburbs that are suddenly back in a popular state again. Things that were not so unexpected and have taken place is, of course, the low mortgage rates. People can get into a home with a lot less money than was the case before. Home prices have come down in many of the markets. According to Case Schiller, at least half the markets are seeing declining home prices. The other factor that's not too big a surprise has been the stock market. The thing that drives the high-end home is the stock market. If people are making money on the market, they're more likely to use that money to invest in a second home or a bigger first home. That had fallen off pretty dramatically in March, but it has recovered since as the markets have recovered. So you're seeing a lot more demand for high-end Then you throw in some other kind of interesting developments. Millennials are a lot more interested in single-family homes than they used to be. 
they are not as interested in those multifamily options as they once were. They were content to live in apartments and lofts until the shutdown orders came. And all of a sudden, it's like, my goodness, you can get bored in a studio apartment fast. So there's a desire now to get into that suburban environment with the yard and the moat and the razor wire and all the other things that you need to ensure security. So you're beginning to see a rebound in in demand from a cohort that really had not been that interested in homes up till this point. That could change. I mean, this is something where we still don't know where the Gen Z mindset is. But for the moment, there's a lot more demand than was expected. Again, it's very regional. Um, There are probably people listening to this podcast right now who are saying, what are you talking about? There's no demand for housing here. It's awful. And that could very well be the case because what you see is highly localized. You're going to get incredible demand in some areas and absolutely bottomed out demand in others. It has a lot to do with the local economy. You're seeing more of the movement to the exurbs around urban areas. You're seeing more of the millennial change in areas where the millennials have lived, places like California and Colorado. So for those who are supplying the housing market, now is not a time to despair. It seems to be a growing market still. It looks like it's going to be riding through the COVID-19 crisis in pretty good shape. We'll see what happens later in the year. This is kind of prime house shopping time. We'll see if things slow down in the third and fourth quarter. But thus far, it's been hanging in there a lot better than we thought it would. Thank you again for listening to the podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.